What up, 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 This is Pro Rustin Edge. We are back with a hoss of an interview today. As always, we got Bubba Big Kez on my right. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. Staying up late. Gonna get this done. Gonna have some fun. Like you said, it's a big show tonight. We got some big things to talk about. Nick the Gooch. Everybody say it with me one more time. Nick the Gooch. Nick the Gooch. <laughs> I love the sound of that, fellas. What's going on, guys? About to be Gucci oh. two belts. Gucci two belts. Gucci two belts. I like yeah. that. That's true. It's ridiculous. I, I got some stuff going on behind the scenes here, working on a, a title design and a few graphic designs. So you're going to see some work coming out of Nick the Gooch here soon. And always flying in on my shoulder is Jay Bird. How you doing today? Tweet, tweet, fellas. Let's have ourselves an old school uh, chit chat tonight. That yeah, you tell, <laughs> if you couldn't tell by all the, uh, the the hints between Haas and old school, we're joined by Rick Cartier. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? It's great to be back on the edge. It's great to have you back on the edge, brother. It is, man. The last time you were on, it was episode 72. Which one we on now? Uh, that's actually a good question. I actually didn't write that one down. A <laughs> hundred and something. I think we're like one twenty something. Honestly, we're close. All right, we're we're time. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Plus, I think there's a couple of shows where you popped on there too. Yeah, we've seen you at Flop House. We've seen you at Fuck. What else that we were set up at? We were at a RPW the uh, RPW event. Yes. Yeah. Where I uh, the belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my faceplate has uh, not been right since, <laughs> and I absolutely love it. That's why I bring it to these shows. So hopefully, one of you guys will end up using it in one way or another. You know, I have to say it too. I, I love how three of you guys are wearing my shirt, and I'm not. <laughs> uh, that's how we do it here. That's what we're here for. We're help. We're here to help support and promote our buddies in the wrestling business. Well, I appreciate it, guys. And we absolutely appreciate all you guys. I do want to say something that I thought was super cool that I've seen online within the past week. It was a post where you went to a kindergarten class for W Day and talked yeah, to kids about being a professional wrestler. That was uh, like four years ago. Uh, it was my, uh, my son's preschool class. Preschool, okay. I knew they were yeah. young ones. Yeah, you could tell you, you're much younger, had, had had a different beard, different hairstyle, but you were holding the belt, you know, and how was that experience? Um, terrifying going in, <laughs> uh, more so than any any audience I've ever wrestled in front of. Yeah, the preschoolers can be pretty harsh, you know. <laughs> but, you know, in the end, it was a good time, and yeah, back then, that belt, that was when um me and uh, Scotty Freytown were the UIWA World Tag Champs at the time. You know, which is like an alliance of different promotions. So that was cool back then. No, I seen that post and I thought that was super cool that you went and did that and went and talked to the kids. Like it's not your normal like career day or your normal thing that you would see in a class that a kid would expect, you know, professional wrestlers make a difference. Yeah. More than just in the ring. When I started talking about stuff, um, you know, not just the kids, the teachers and everything. Everyone was really super interested in, like, you know, because, like you said, like, 
not the most normal business to hear about. I mean, if you're not like a fan and know some stuff, you know nothing, and it's a completely different world. <laughs> Plus, it's always a cool career. You always have a better career. You know, that's okay. It's like being a firefighter when you go in there, you know? <laughs> Come in there with, oh, yeah, this is my championship belt. <laughs> <laughs> So you're you know, speaking today. of old pictures, oh, go ahead, Brandon. You're here today to uh, kind of let the world know about your own faction that you have going mm. on. Not too many people around in the area have seen you guys all together or even like more than just you in action. We've more recently seen Captain Tony and Adrian, correct? Right. I think, and you guys got some glimpses, although it wasn't acknowledged as Hoss Fight, but uh, Backwoods Bam's been around a little bit. Um, also, uh, the Dire Wolf, Corey Kerr, he's coming in a little bit. He's done, um, did a match with Pro Wrestling All-Stars, done a couple uh, battle roll spots with PKW. So, Hoss Fight is now coming together in a new new territory, so to speak. Yeah, we did see you bring in uh, one of your buddies there at uh, what was the last Horror Slam show. That was Adrian. Yeah. That was Adrian. Yep. You brought him in after uh, Mr. Richie Boy pulled the quick one on you and had his goonies come out. Well, yeah, you know, Adrian was just there watching at Horror Slam. Um, you know, he had done the previous Horror Slam bar show. So, you know, there was still some talk, talks going on. So he came to, you know, be there and support and all that. Then, you know, Mr. Richie Boy had to put his own little goon squad together. I guess they're calling themselves the Horror Show. That being... The Capital Vices, Congo Kong, and Briar Wellington. If he wants to play factions, I can play factions. And that goes, you know, farther on, you know, to the other factions. You know, DTA needs to be aware. Uh, Armageddon needs to be aware. Any other ones that are in the area, like, they're the ones being talked about while you guys are kind of slowly coming up. And I think mm. you're going to take, take the rug up from underneath those guys. Well, that was the point, and I don't know if anyone saw, but at the uh, the last TKW show, I know there's you know a lot of confusion about it switching dates and places and stuff, so not as much got out there. But you know, Hoss fight was present, and was we did a little work. I got the W over one Mo Atlas, and after afterwards, me, Adrian, and Tony uh, let everyone know: DTA, War Inc., Armageddon, Nomads, Hoss fights here. And I was lucky enough just to see that because of Hard Cam Frio mm -hmm. on his YouTube channel. I wasn't in attendance to that show. But when I seen that you fought Hoodfoot Mo Atlas, I was like, man, them, you guys both had to have been sore with the way you guys were just throwing each other's weight at each other. Oh, yeah. I can't take anything away from, from Hoodfoot, man. That was one of the heaviest hitting you know, bouts I've ever been in. That was you know Japan's big man style right there. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever been able to Saito suplex me before, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was some uh, Bam Bam versus Vader stuff right there. I, yeah. <clears throat> I enjoyed it, that's for sure. And uh, so how long has uh, Hoss Fight actually been originated? So we're going to have a couple of these guys on. How, how long have you guys actually been around for? Well, the faction under the name Hoss Fight goes back to 2017. But you can really go back um, with me and Tony to just about the beginning of our career. So about nine, you know, nine years there as a tag team. 
And All speaking right. of him, I believe he's uh, hopping on now. All right. I'll tell you, oh, in the first I time that I seen Captain Tony and Adrian was at that bar brawl. I was oh, there in attendance sure. for that, and I was just amazed at Thank how you. physical these two guys were. You know, with the, against the I am the provider, and then you had Brian and Tariq in that little ass bar. <laughs> you guys were just yeah. beating the shit out of each other, getting nice and bloody. Even took it outside. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got hit with every single weapon in that damn match. <laughs> I, I got. Like, I do got a quick question about that match. Whose van was that that you guys were using, jumping off of? <laughs> into? Was that just some random ass like? Um, it's van some. Van, I don't know. That, like, I mean, the I way I look at it, <laughs> I wouldn't be pissed, man. That video's got like over a thousand views. You got a thousand free ads for your fucking papaya truck. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're welcome for the ad revenue. Like, I like... <laughs> fucking papaya truck. Man. Now our guests—they're hearing a brand new voice. This is also a member of Hoss Fight. This is Captain Tony. What's up? Um, yeah. So I, mean, I guess I'll introduce myself. Sorry, I, I literally got off work, hung some shit, and then got on this. I, I just, uh, I just moved. So I'm, I'm kind of dealing with that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm Captain Tony, um, formerly known as Fat Tony or Morbidly, be, morbidly Obese Anthony. Um, <laughs> Fat Tony, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I took about 14 months away from wrestling. That bar show actually um, was very, very last minute for me. Um, I went to get drunk and watch my friend do dumb shit. And next thing I know, I'm in, like, the deathmatch main. So it was a good time. Um yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. There's not much to know about me besides the fact that I drink a lot of liquor and I'll fight you. Um, <laughs> that sounds like the perfect definition. Of <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun to me. Uh, drink of choice. Uh, whiskey and cola. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Which was funny because that night, so this bar that we were at, um, the population of Juggalos was very up there. <laughs> And I seen yeah. the bartender mixing drinks with Fago soda. I had never been to a bar that served mixed drinks with Fago soda. It's the only time you'll see me order beer because I won't drink that mud water. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch I'll... that. Hmm? I didn't catch that at all that they were doing that there, but <laughs> you could tell by the stench that it was juggalo heavy. <laughs> Dude, I'm literally like I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna do some spoilers, but uh for this this next bar fight, I'm definitely gonna have some interesting gimmicks with me, like some interesting props to like yell at the Juggalo crowd with, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, this is another show that I'm gonna have to call off work on and go see, man. I was super I, impressed with the bar fights, it, honestly. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was uh the only thing that I wasn't. I'm sorry that you have to see like the side of my pale ass face. By the way, I'm literally using my work computer to do this. So like, oh, I that's have, fine. We're not like live on anything, <laughs> so it don't matter right now. I was gonna say, I, I have like, I have my dual monitor set up against my wall, and like my girlfriend's work computer's over here, and I'm like, I'm just gonna move my webcam in the middle of my room with my box light, and hopefully it won't be garbage. Um, but yeah, I know the bar fight thing. The only thing I was pissed off with is uh, what uh, I'm forgive me. Her name's Tyra. Is, is that her name? The yeah. Okay, so I I gave, hugged her to do DDT on the ground, and I didn't realize she had a damn carpet strip bat in her hand. Like it was just a like a wiffle ball bat loaded with carpet strips, and it was under me as I bumped. So like I tore my whole like the left side of my back and my left shoulder blade off when I landed. 
Like that's the only thing I was truly like, wow, fuck me. <laughs> the only thing that I was really just like, oh, that sucked. Uh, the, the rest was just a lot of fun, and I was happy to be a part of it. Are you normally uh, that style of matches? You know, you said you had 14 months off. Are you normally a deathmatch style of a wrestler, or is this something new that's just come about? So, I mean, beforehand, like before Hoss fight and stuff really even started, Rick and I were predominantly tagging together, and we did more or less just like old Southern wrestling. And we never like turned down gimmick matches. Like I never got to do one, but Rick's done a number of like dog collar fights. And I found myself in a lot of street fights and I felt like I just had more fun doing them um, to where like, I don't mind normal wrestling, but with today's society of wrestling of like, we can't just go out there and put on a match. What, like how, what 13 false finishes can we do so we can do a roll up finish? Like remembering that shit was very hard for me. Just, and I'm just like, nah, like, I like this more freestyle shit and like with, with death matches. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm new to them, but I'm definitely not like the most experienced. Um, and a lot of fun. And with being in wrestling now, like I'm really just kind of doing shows that sound very fun to me over quantity. So I'd rather have ones that like, I feel will be nifty and like, I can do some fun shit compared to just like, oh, I'm at this VFW Friday night, like, for me, at least, like that's just that's just my pitch on it right now. Okay, now when did you uh, actually become a member, or did you start with Haas fight with Rick, or when did you become a member of it? Uh so the the first the first night it happened, um, we there was a group of us. It was me, him, and Anderson, and we were doing a like trios deal at this show in Marion, Ohio. And they're like, oh, what's your name? And we're like, well, we'll sound stupid just being like, oh, here's Tony, Rick, and Anderson. Like, what, what can we go by? And we kind of just sat there and spitballed names for a while. Obviously, like, with dumb names, they're like, oh, it's be the Slapdicks or something like that. Just because, like, our senses of humor are so violently different. But, like, Rick and I have been road married for a decade. Uh, Rick's just a grumpy old man who hangs out at a bingo hall. And I'm this weird, like, death court drinker. So, like, it's a very, <laughs> hey, you have those damn, like, bowling league pants that I've shit on you for four years for. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but, um, yeah, oh, yes, I, I was told, like, like language is cool, by the way, so. Awesome. Yeah, um, definitely. Free to say whatever the fuck you want. Don't tell me that. But um, we're... <laughs> no, just just kidding. No, but I mean, to answer your question though, like a number of us, it was three of us, me, him, and Anderson, and we were just kind of spitballing games. And like Rick and I had already been doing like not nothing like Hoss, but we've been doing like the big man like Southern Tennessee style wrestling. And we're like, oh, like and then we've been told like, ah, oh, fight Hosses, fight shit like that. So we're like, oh, why don't we do Hoss fight? We kind of like brought it up jokingly and just kind of sat around, and then we're like. Actually, that sounds kind of cool. So, like, we we spitballed it, and we went out, and it ended up getting, like, a good amount of traction, so we just kind of stuck with it. Yeah. I'm definitely yelling out slap dicks next time I see you guys. Yell twist his dick. I'll do it. (laughs) 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 Any deathmatch show you go to is twist his dick, so. Especially Horror Slam. Horror Slam seems to get, like, around here, you know, it's NC-17 rated R adult ratings for these wrestling promotions right or just seems to take it to that extra level where you hear some stuff that makes you raise an eyebrow sometimes or you see some things where you're just like hmm you know yeah definitely mm-hmm. i know for definitely. me personally it's an old scene 
see like that type of scenes where i fit in though like i i definitely love professionalism and stuff like let's show up in a suit let's be very business forward but like that other like i can i'm not saying that horror slam does this but like shows that are definitely more like um adult centered to where like i can show up and like i obviously know things not to say but like i'm not gonna get bitched at for having a flask in my back pocket at call time like and kind of just get to like be leisure and be a little more gnarly and like have fun because like my thing is like at the end of the day wrestling's two people fighting each other i shouldn't have to disney label it like that's just kind of how i see it like it should be gritty and it should be fun and it should be gnarly and it should make people go like oh what the fuck did that just happen like why, why was that what was that but like i i know for me as as an entertainer and an artist i rather work for a show that allows me that platform to put that product out because like if someone's going to spend I mean, think about it this way. What's what's minimum wage right now? Eight dollars, nine dollars an hour. Yeah, it's something like that nowadays. Okay, I, I I rather have someone who just works two and a half hours of their day and they're choosing to spend it on a show. Have something that sticks with them. They're going like that shit was weird, or that was cool, or that was gross, or oh, they bled so much, or like something like that. Other than like, well, I got to see Russell Russellson wrestle in his plain black and red gear because he's a bad guy. Like I I'd rather just some interesting shit happen. So I mean that's why Horror Slam and some other shows in the Midwest that are doing these more like <sighs> interesting environments really intrigue me personally. No, well, being all... is... oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Nick. Uh, growing up watching wrestling, who were some of the people that you idolized and may have possibly, you know, gotten an idea for your gimmick from? Um, I feel like I, I can answer that with two different answers. So, like, people that I liked growing up are like I really liked. Like, what's what fun fact about me? Like, I'm 26. Like, I'm I'm not. So like when I when I list like my my favorite wrestlers, you're definitely not in the line of like most people who've been in this business a while, because they'll list stuff and I'm just like I watched when Impact was on Spike. Like I don't like I don't know. I mean I, I do now obviously, but I mean like I'd have to say I, I still love Vader. I love Tugboat. Um, but then like I also really enjoy uh, like Big Show. Like it sucks, man. I grew up at 450 pounds my whole damn life. So like my motivation was just like, oh, they look like they have lower back issues. I like them. Like it's, but when Something it comes to related to, yeah, definitely. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not the only sad fat kid who's angry all the time. Like something I could like connect to and be like, oh, maybe I can do that someday. And like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not shit in wrestling. I'm just here to have fun and have a couple beers after a show. And like, one of my favorite things, this was a couple of years ago, Rick and I did a show and this little little kid came up to me. He was really shy and he wanted a picture of all, all the gimmick and stuff. And like, he's like, oh, I want to grow up to be like you. And I'm like, why? He goes, well, I out people won't make fun of me and I'll have friends. And like, I felt dead inside because I was just like, you don't want to grow up to be like me. Like I had a horrible like life. Like <laughs> you don't want to do that. But like, I can relate to you, kid. You understood what he was saying because yeah. you, you were that kid, you know, like no, I feeling like that kid, you know. Definitely. And I mean, when it comes to the gimmick, honestly, like uh, with what I'm with with Captain right now, it's like there's no captains anymore. I'm the captain now. Like, I, I, I like something different. Like, I don't want to be just like, oh, I'm Joe Heel. Hi. Yeah, look at me. I don't want to be like, oh, like, and I mean, I did the like, I'm big and tall and heavy and like tattooed and hairy, like bad guy for so long. Like, I'm still a big dude. Like, I'm still just under 6'4". I'm still 280 pounds. Like, but 
I was so sick of that stigma of just like, oh, he's big, so he's just big and bad. And that's just like the shtick he's going to go with. And I wanted to do something different and something a little wonky and I could have fun with. And like the, the attitude of the gimmick is how I feel about shit. Like that, that's that shoot. Like at the bar fight show, the first thing I said was get the fuck out of my way. Cause if you don't, I'll move you. I mean, we, we have, we have Corey Curran here and like both him and I have spent the better, better part of our adult lives being bouncers. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm a pacifist and a teddy bear, but at the same time, like I'll dance to any song. And that's just kind of how I feel. Like, of course, it's part of the show. And, like, me coming out and doing, like, that instead of just, like, the heel stare or, like, the the baby face, two claps and a let's go. Like, doing that will be like, ah, oh, this dude fucking cussing me right out the gate. Like, what the hell is he about? Like, and that's why we took every second we had in that intro to, like, I'm going to talk shit to the, as many people as I can. Because, like, if they want to fight me, security will take care of it. But, like, I want them to be angry because that's what I'm getting paid to do. And for so long working in the nightlife industry, like I didn't give a shit if you were angry and that's how I feel personally. So like portraying that in an entertainment level, it's some sort of professionalism and like obviously knowing lights not to cross and ways not to go. But like, I, it's so much more fun now for me because I could just be me. There's not like, oh, I have to put on this show to be someone. No, I, that, that's, it's who I am. It's a far cry from when you and me started as greasers. <laughs> Want a hand drive, buddy? Like what's this? <laughs> I'd I'd like to see that again. That'd be hilarious. I mean, we can talk prices. We got you. But like, we. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a full blood carny. What's the envelope? We'll do it. (laughs) So Kerr's here. What's up with Kerr? I was just gonna say, with all great groups, you all you have to eventually expand, and in expanding comes along the Dire Wolf, uh, Corey Kerr. Corey Kerr, welcome to the the chat here. You want to go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started into wrestling here. Oh, how I got started. You guys, my, you guys hear me all right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. How I got started. Um, <clears throat> I was in a death metal band. I was 17 years old, and one of my friends, acquaintances, had a wrestling show. My band played the wrestling show. Monty Brown was on the show. I was taking a pee next to Monty Brown, and he's like, you're pretty big, kid. Ever want to be a wrestler? Uh, my entire life, actually, yeah. <laughs> well, I can see you in there. Have a good one. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, and then I got kind of brought into the fold through uh, promotions out in Monroe. Uh, got trained by some guys from the MWF in Toledo. Uh, Dick Nasty. <laughs> those guys, like old school, hardcore guys. Um, they, I put a hood on and wrestled under a hood for two years as a freak show. <laughs> I, was, I had a Hayabusa mask, white out contacts, stupid long hair, an ICP shirt, and board shorts. Oh, and can, you put it back, can, can you put it back on, please? Wearing an ICP shirt as we got a hater over here. Listen, listen. Dude, you gotta hear this shit. Wait, hold on, you, wait. No, no, no. You an ICP hater, we can hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I won't talk shit all day. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's it's a non me. Fuck me. I'm happy this isn't live. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, that, that, I'm sure that the fuck Corey Kerr gimmick in the locker room started with you, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I got started from a from very old school style of 
just smash mouth wrestling. Um, if you guys have watched the old MWF stuff, the old like ultra violent hardcore shit, they didn't play around, man. It was you respected the business that beat the respect into you. So like getting brought up in that kind of mentality was something completely different for me. They knew I had a, a martial arts background. So like, ah, just throw a bunch of those fancy fucking kicks you do. And then I did that for like two, three years. And then the promoter of that uh, promotion would piss everybody off that he could and then put them in the ring with me and tell them that they uh, they were going to shoot on me. And then things would get fucking wild in there. And I got labeled like a giant piece of shit shooter early. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. What kind of martial arts are you, uh, were you in? Are you into? I started at six years old in Tang Sudo. Um, did that for about six years, seven years. Uh, went to Taekwondo, Hapkido, Jiu Jitsu, um, Kempo. I danced around a lot of shit because it got boring. Like when you reach a certain level in most martial arts. It, it goes from being self-defense or personal protection to murder one. So, <laughs> um, like, and not everything's for a guy who's is who's built like me. I'm the size of a fucking Ford Festiva. Like, I, I can't do a series of spinning high kicks. I'm going to get busy. I'm going to throw up. And they're not going to fucking work. <laughs> but, um. So you got a guy who I, I did amateur wrestling in high school because I figured, you know, Kurt Angle's an amateur wrestler. Taz did stuff. Like, I thought amateur wrestling was my key to pro wrestling. And, like, I was the only asshole on the team with an orange singlet. Our, our team colors are red and black. Um, I just bleached mine a little bit because I'm a Terrible dick. colors. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> dominates locker rooms nowadays. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had conversations in the last couple of shows. I'm like, I can't wear my red and black gear because everybody else is wearing red and black. So I'm just going to have to wear my... Here's how fucking brilliant I am, guys. Wear red and black. I'll pee on you. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I was asking I was asking Tony what would be the best idea for me to get custom gear made if I should do bikers and all that. Because he convinced me to wear bikers instead of a singlet. And I was like, I'm thinking about doing gray and brown. And he just goes, do it, dude. That's going to look great. No one told me about gray sweatpants season. <laughs> uh, Tony, look it up. You don't got to worry about it. No, I don't. But the skin folds <laughs> fold so pretty hard. So, you know, that's always a thing. Those pictures sell really good, though. I mean, <laughs> so, when did you uh, get introduced to a hot fight? Um. Well, do, 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 do you want the do you want the gimmick answer or the shoot answer? Yeah. <laughs> Was oh. he flat in? <laughs> did you guys jump him in? Sorry. You, you know, you know, Sean, you can pick the answer. Go ahead. I mean, Kerr, <laughs> fuck, dude, I'm fucking this all up. Thank God it's not. <laughs> I, so the issue I'm not don't mean to interrupt but like the issue and why I'm happy this is recorded is I'd never call him by his work name like unless we're out there doing shit like that's when it's like oh gimmick all right my brain clicks into it but like his son calls me by my gimmick name so like it's always so like repetitious in his household for like me to be just called by Tony but like I've called him by his shoot name since I've known him Yep. So that's why it's like, oh, now that we're doing this, I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm, I'm having a good time having a drink. I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, I'm just bullshitting with the boys, so I can just drop his shoot name. Or <laughs> we're here, like, looking like fucking Lenny, just big and stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the, I guess our first introduction was I got 
Rick and Tim booked at a promotion in Adrian. Completely by accident. <laughs> and Braun, too, actually. Now that I think about it. Uh, they y'all, catch that, y'all, y'all catch that receipt he just threw? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got both Cartier's. Car, I got, well, she, you, you were doing Fat Tony then, weren't you? You were doing were you doing t- both Cartier brothers at, th- at that point. I forget. Oh, well, oh uh, no. back in that time, I was still doing the cowboy thing with TJ oh, Richards. Shit, you were. That's right. Yeah, that that was the the transition for me at least from like under the hooded gimmick to like just being like manager Fat Tony for like the like and we were because at another promotion we were doing like the Cartier thing, but it was Rick and someone else. Um, yeah, fuck it, dude. If you're watching this, James Sink, eat my ass, dog. But, like, uh, <laughs> you worthless piece of shit, fight me. Vinny Cartier uh, can go to hell. Man, you can eat all of my ass, bro. It's just like a willow brush. But, like, <laughs> that guy, like, I, I don't like heat, but that dude can suck my dick. Fuck him. Um, it, I'm not going to go into details why. Let's just say he's a scumbag and don't want him as a friend. Um, but Rick and Vinny were doing like uh, like the Cartier thing, and like I was trying to get out from being under a hood because I like I was no longer scared, and like I bared the hood due to fear and shit. And uh, we we introduced me as Fat Tony, like cousin Fat Tony or whatever. But in that time when Kerr got us booked on that show, like I was under a hood. Rick was a cowboy. Like it was a fucking weird time. <laughs> <laughs> there there was a battle royal, and like. We were all back there, and I told the promoter, I was like, give the kids a fucking shot. Like, what? what's it? It's a battle royal. What's it going to hurt? Give the kids a shot. Well, I don't know. And then uh, Tony was, what should I do? I was like, put your gear on and go out there. I'll take the fucking heat, dude. Go. And the, who told him to go out there? I did. Oh, they're good. Don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> so I put, yeah. that was my original, like, first time meeting them and it took like about th- three months of us being like close friends to remember that story because fucking chair shots um, but uh i guess that we got real close in the uh the locker room up north mm-hmm. i thought tim i thought tony was gonna fight somebody and uh i was in the middle of getting changed he was he was just telling a story to somebody but it was like you know you want to step outside, bitch? I had like one leg of my tights on. I'm like, who are we fighting? Because <laughs> yeah. like, we've had know, a few times of that on the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've we've. Like, this sounds bad. This is gonna get watched by people, and they're gonna think I want heat. But like, I don't. Like a lot of the times, the instances honestly were started with fans. Like, I mean, there was the time we started a riot and like stuff like that, where people just can't find like the separation between like the show that's being put on at a personal level, which as a performer, I'm like, cool, I did my job well. You're actually that pissy. But like, there's me outside of wrestling. It's like, look, bro, like I live in a suburb of Detroit. I own a Chihuahua, as y'all saw. Like, I'm just I'm just trying to do my shoot job, do my wrestling, and like eat some cheeses. Like, I'm not trying to be about all that shit. If you want to, we can. But like, can we just talk about like video games? Like that's 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 me personally. Like I'd much rather chill, but like I'm I'm also not someone like if you step up to me and I know I'm gonna lose the fight, I'm still swinging. I mean that's that's just who I am. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of that, fucking Adrian Anderson, dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll let you guys talk about him for a minute. I'm gonna go refill. Be right back. 
yeah, right, so there's well, two more members of Haas Fight. You want to introduce us to them real quick? Well, yeah, well, you know, let's kind of go to the chronological order of how the group expanded. Because um, the first one in after, you know, starting with me, Tony, and Anderson was Backwoods Bam, who is, you know, Bam is this, you know, pretty young, you know, young kid. He was new in the business, but just so naturally talented. Um, so, like, we took him under our wing and out of state for the first time, got him his first, like, true pro booking and um you know then we just decide you know if you're gonna be in the car with us on the road with us then you might as well be part of the group then we know that you can go anywhere in any locker room or any roster and do us proud so bam join you know into in the hoss fight and then fast forward to um about just around 14 months ago when uh tony was gonna be stepping away with his uh, surgery and stuff um you know, we, we, we had an opening. We need to fill spot. And, you know, we're close with Kerr. We know he can go. He fits fits the gimmick. Boom. You want to be in the hoss fight? Damn right. Nope. There was, like, no hesitation. I was like, I was, if Tony's stepping away and you guys got an open spot in the car, I'm down to ride. Let's, let's go fuck some shit up. And then Rick brought it up to the group and everyone – It was like, I, I thought there was going to be hesitation – and no one even batted an eyelash. Like, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Whoa, I have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, I what kind of car do you guys traveling? Because you are five monstrous dudes. It has to be two vehicles. It's, uh, I don't know what would, what, I, I just came back to that. And all I can say is like, we, <coughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's public or not, because it's a lot of like figured stuff out. So I don't really want to release that one. But there's a show we're on in Indiana, if y'all can catch my drift. Um, and we're literally doing two cars. Yep. Because if all of us are out, I mean, we, when I had my old car, we could have all rode together because I used to have a Dodge Journey. But now I have a little lunchbox of the Kia Soul. And Rick has a matchbox car, so it's impossible. And Anderson has a souped up, like super duty turbo F 150. It's a 2021 that he just bought. But like, he brought that up. He's like, All right, we go in there and uh, how are we get in there? And I'm like, Do you want to drive? I think that's the only way. And he's just like, No. And I'm like, All right, well, we're going to take two cars then. That's the only logical way we can do this because there's yeah, no guys. Way- oh. I'll just say, uh, You guys, you guys will know. I think it's okay to say, but you know. Let's just say we're going to be in Indiana and hoss fight as fuck, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Ooh. Uh, not, not, nothing's, nothing's in stone on that, but we're hopeful. <laughs> we'll be there. Either which way we'll be there. All yeah. of us. But I don't know. Some of us are kind of fucking flaky. Like I said, I'm happy this is edited. But like, Anderson. Stop looking at goddamn promo. He's in a recorded segment. You and I have been doing this for eight years. So yet again, that part needs to be fucking deleted. But, <laughs> but, but like, fuck, man. Oh, we're going to have so much work to do with this fucking interview. <laughs> I apologize. I will. No, I edit. I'll send you links I'm to my love fans. the unedited version so much. Dude. This is absolute gold right now. I love yeah. this. It was supposed to be up on Wednesday. It's going to be next Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a lot of time. Hopefully we'll have it done before we go on our little trip on the 22nd. Also, yeah. we happen to be sponsors of a show that's flop house as fuck. So we will be oh, there. A lot of AF yep. going on. Yes. We will be there doing set up, have our table out and recording. And where the hell am I that day? We know that's going to be fun as fuck. We had fun the last time over there. Yeah. Rick was at the first one. Yes, I was. 
Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I was thinking out loud. Ignore my ass. Because I literally, I was just like, where the fuck am I that day? I'm in, I'm in Florida that day. Right, because we're going to yeah. be there. We're going to be in Indiana on the 12th, June 12th in Indiana. Dude, my June's fucking packed. I want to die. <laughs> we're not going to have a chance to even get drunk for my birthday again. Uh, don't tell me that. I'll get you fucked again. <laughs> what do you mean? Bud? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hosspite birthday bash. Sean's puking again. Good. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to, if we want to tell just like a shoot story, like obviously this can go in there and it's fine, but uh, Rick, Rick wasn't able to make it, but we went out for Kerr's birthday and there were, there was a couple of us, no other Hosspite guys. Uh, sorry, Bam. Bam was there. Uh, and per usual, Bam was taken to the car about an hour or so into being there. But uh, <laughs> we uh, we went to a gentleman's club in Toledo and we bought a booth because I'm like, oh, it's going to be like six of us, whatever. We'll split the booth like it's our buddy's birthday. We'll have a good time. So like universally, gentleman's club is if you get a bottle, it's a fifth. Always a fifth. Like that, that's usually what it is because gentlemen's clubs want more money. They're going to give you a fifth because that way your party will drink it quicker. Buy another fifth. Like. So we sit down knowing we have our DD, who's our driver, um, another person who doesn't drink liquor, and then me, Kerr, and Bam. So we have five people. Um, our DD's in the car. Like, he doesn't even like gentlemen's clubs. So he's like, I'm just going to hang out and play on my Switch. And we're like, whatever, man, have fun. <laughs> um, Kerr and I are sitting there. Bam has a couple drinks. His one friend who doesn't drink liquor is just drinking, buys a bucket. And they set down a half gallon in front of us. And we went, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's your bottle. You bought a booth. We're all right, cool. We're from Michigan. We can't do the cork it and drive law. Um, so Kerr and I decided to drink a half gallon of, <laughs> uh, of Bacardi in about three and a half hours. And, and this was uh, uh, <laughs> not in the middle of my, like, I need to lose another 40 pounds cut. I hadn't drank in six months. <laughs> Yeah, he, he hadn't drank. I was already on, like, my pre-surgical diet because I was getting prepped to have my surgery, and, like, I was eating very clean and very lean, and I hadn't drank and, like, any of that stuff. So we we got uh, pretty flop house as fuck for that, I guess you could say, <laughs> if that's what we were to use as Swifty. Anyway, we got we got pretty gnarly, dude. We, we were tanked. Uh, he threw up out of the side of a van. <laughs> um, I kept complimenting random people's shoes. Like it was a weird time. It was it was something. Like, I walked up to this one dude who I thought was gonna try to fight me. I was just like, "What's up, bro?" And he was just like, "What the fuck do you want?" And I was like, "Those shoes are fresh as fuck. Just want to let you know that." And then I fucked off. Like, like no context, <laughs> no hello. I'm just like, "Nice shoes." And then I left. Getting flat houses fuck stuff and replace get shrifty. That's for sure. That's actually the yeah. best explanation I've heard of that. <laughs> Well, that's the only thing I can think of. I saw they're doing the, uh, the the gimmick with drinking, and I'm just like, I wish I was going just for that. Like, for being someone that shouldn't be having alcohol in their diet due to, like, uh, oh, well, let's, let's say that. Because like, I had a, I had bariatric surgery while I was gone. Like, that's why I took 14 months off. Is like I, I had the weight loss surgery in July of 19. And alcohol is, like, a very big, like, you shouldn't be having it. But, uh... The way I look at it is I'm like, well, I quit cigarettes and eating four thousand like four to five thousand calories a day. So suck my dick. I'm gonna drink. Like I'm having some fun. Also, I get drunk substantially quicker now and I sober up faster. I'm a cheap date. Like my uh, my girlfriend and I went to a apple orchard out near us and uh 
this is the first time I had drank since surgery. This was in October of last year. I had like one 12 ounce draft and was hammered. I was highly confused because I mean, Rick and I would hang out at breweries and we would, we'd put yep. them back. And I had a halfway through my 12 ounce and I'm just sitting there like a giggly. I was like, do what you want with me. Just fucking hammered. Like, and I'm just like, what is <laughs> happening right now? Well, I just like my breweries. <laughs> yeah. Besides, definitely... uh, being heavy drinkers, uh, which <laughs> one of you guys has been wrestling the longest? Uh, that, ooh, are we doing the, the Midwest, I've been wrestling a while but took time off? Or are we talking consistency? Uh, who started first? I should, how's that sound? That would be Kerr. Yeah, Kerr. Kerr. 2006. Cool. Nice. Okay. And who's who would be next after that? Uh, me and Tony started around the same time. Uh, technically, it would be Anderson. Oh, true. It technically would the order would be Kerr, Anderson, Rick, myself, and then Bam. But if we want to talk about consistency, it would be Rick and then myself, as in like first to second. It would be okay. that because because Rick Rick's been nonstop over the last year, like. Oh, like, we, yeah. we, we, we make the joke to each other because like this sack of shit wanted to have a real job and wrestle on the weekends while I was doing like gig work and taking any booking I could and then like as soon as I had to split out from wrestling he's like that ah, fucking DoorDash let's wrestle all the time <laughs> and I'm just like dude like where the fuck was this the last three years like that would have been awesome <laughs> like, but yeah it, it definitely that would be the order it would go yeah we've seen a lot of Rick since Last year around this time, the undisclosed shows, and that's when we started seeing the presence and hearing about Hoss fight. I remember my first time meeting him was when we made our road trip to uh, GCW, right? GCW, you were down there. Yep, you went with uh, Horror Slam down to the GCW event. Oh, that's right. Yep. Wasn't that the uh, the like the outdoor coliseum deal? Yeah, it was like in a park, but it kind of had like calcium seating. Yeah, like, it was, it was like the dome stuff. Like yeah. IUPU campus or something like that. Mm. Like, like, don't get it twisted. I might have not took, I took bookings for 14 months, but I definitely like still paid attention to stuff, which like, I also say that and like shit on myself at the same time. Cause like, if you're in a locker room or before doors or even at a show before, like that I've been on recently, like I openly am like, I don't know who the fuck half of these people are. I'm like, I, I, I disappeared for a little bit of time and like, I don't know who anybody is. So I'll go up to Rick and I'm just like, who's that? I don't know. And I'll be like, I'll go talk to this person. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, I don't, I don't know who anybody is. Like, obviously I introduced myself, but like, I'm trash with names. Like, I'm not going to remember. Well, the thing is, half the time I remember the faces and not the names myself. Yeah. <laughs> the talent has exploded in the area. There's been a lot of there's a lot of schools around that are pumping out and there's they're they're putting out some really good talent also. Speaking of one, you have a match, Rick, against a young up and comer this Friday. Oh Bruce yeah, Atwell. Bruce Atwell and I mean the dude's impressive, man. Um just he's a beast in there, wild. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to the match. Unfortunately I have to put him down to get the briar, but uh <laughs> You know, it'll be a good time. It's going to be a good match. I mean, all I, all I can say to your match is uh, uh, Briar and his little group need to remember that there's always a hoss watching. So he needs to tread lightly on that. 
That's all I can say on that. That's what we kind of want to get into. We want to see. We want to see more of a presence of Haas fight. We've we've seen you guys all separate. Like you said, there's War Inc., DTA, there's Armageddon. There's several other factions around, and uh, seen you guys separately. Like you guys are tagging that uh, TKW in a big match with New Jack, Dalton Diamond, Chuck, and Peter B. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really actually like like no no bullshit. I'm very humbled for that match. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um if I can only like the only thing I if I had to say one thing about that match, all I could really say is um bring some towels, guys. Like that's really all I can say. Like I understand that some people got more mileage in that death match game, but I'm here to fuck people up. I don't care if you've been doing it for 30 years, cutting people, stabbing people, or if you've been stabbing syringes in someone's mouth for a couple of years, like new or old, I'm coming with closed fists and open fucking bats and we're going to have some fun. Boom. That's all I can really say about that. I know I can take a hit. <laughs> that's definitely going to be quite the match, man. That That's insane. You know, you guys get New Jack who's just out of his mind nuts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for it. My my girlfriend not so much because uh, <laughs> my my girlfriend's your basic uh, very lovely into serial killer docs woman, and uh, she knows fuck all about wrestling, but she does the important thing like pretends to care because I'm excited about it and like I love her for that. But like I showed her I showed her an interview with New Jack because I, I was all giddy and I'm like oh I get to fucking fight New Jack like I'm really excited for that. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, like, I showed her some stuff. And she's like, he looks like a fucking serial killer. I'm yeah. just like, I'm like, I'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be fun. I, I can take it and give it. So, it'll it'll be a good time. All I know is Hoss Fight's going to get their hands raised at the end. So, uh, Peter B., Chuck, New Jack. I, I'm sorry. I don't remember the other guy's name. I know he used the Wolverine Claws at TKW. because That was cool. And I'm a nerd. But uh, y'all going to get oh, fucked. No, not you, man. Yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna get fucked. We gonna win. So, uh, hope you win, kids. And Corey, do you have any bookings coming up? Uh, I've got, I've got a couple. I'm gonna be riding with Rick a lot here shortly. So, mm. uh, the next one is the 22nd, I believe, up north, isn't it? I believe we have that one. Yeah, Houghton yep. Lake. Yeah, Houghton Lake up north. Uh, yeah, it's my my schedule is a little bit dialed back because I'm I'm not. Uh, as out there as I need to be right now. Uh, it's really, I've been diving into the Viking stuff really fucking hard. Um, Cause it's a touch different than what a lot of folks are doing. Uh, I've been on a bunch of shows where there've been guys like, Oh, I do a Viking gimmick. And they have like one rune on one, like left testicle area of their tights. And I'm like, yeah, I have fucking leather armor and face paint. And I have an ax like how, mm, brother. <laughs> So when they want to bring a real fucking Viking onto a show, I'll be I'll be around a lot fucking more. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen, you know, the Dire Wolf and full Viking getup at the site, man. The last like the TKW show I got asked to just not do the face paint because it was a battle royal thing, and like it takes me a minute to, to put the war paint on at the process. Um, and they didn't want me to go through all that for a battle royal, which I respected. They, I was like, all right, cool. I also couldn't wear red black. That the battle royal that the blob won. Uh, no, I think the last. I think the last two before wait, I got my fucking face kicked off the side of my skull by uh, by Cobra Kai. Um, 
I've never been kicked that hard before. And I've taken some shots. But his whole ass foot just off the way I was dead. I think the last two were him and Brutus, actually. Okay, that was that was the last TKW show. Yeah, yep. That was yep. The day changed. Okay. Yeah, that he was in that battle royal. Um and uh, so was Adrian. But then I had Mo that day. That Mo got got. He did yep. too. I don't know how. You also go check out the uh, footage, figure it out. Um, yeah, we, I, uh, we we mentioned that earlier. We've seen it on the on a YouTube channel, yeah, Antonio's channel and stuff. I wasn't saying you guys. I was saying the people who are watching this who want to watch free wrestling and not go support wrestlers and shows. They're going to go check it out. At least give them the view revenue. Hey, well, I gotta say though, <laughs> since we got that W in the column, Mo has a certain belt ski that looks good. Don't mm. worry, oh, boo boo. I got you on that belt extender. <laughs> <laughs> we're not using duct tape anymore. All right, cool. And also, if uh, if we're still talking about bookings, I'll plug myself here. Uh, you can catch me at the next uh, Horror Slam bar fight too. Um, we do ask that fans feel free to bring weapons. It'll be a good old time. Um, and all I know is I know I don't know who I'm working with. All I know I don't know who I'm fighting. I don't know what's going on. All I know is myself and Anderson will be there, and I will be leaving with some scabbed up bloody ass knuckles to fuck anyone they put me out there with. Up. You know I and might show that- up one too. Hmm. <laughs> and is that the one that's uh, in June? I believe is the next Taurus Slam bar fight. Uh, one, I think there's one like this weekend. I, I'm not on. I'm not going to be at that one. That one is more or less uh, Neon Lights putting it on, and not Horror Slam co-promote. Uh, the next main Horror Slam bar fight, which is June fifth at Simon's After Dark. All tickets are fifteen dollars. Um, you can get your dirty fucking Fago mud water mixed with your whiskey if you want to. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought we were friends. Um, it's more of a convenience, Kerr. I'm sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll be at that one. I will be uh, fucking up Peter B, Chuck Stein, New Jack, and that other gentleman at TKW. I believe that is May 29th. Yep. Um, I'm unfortunately, and this, this isn't me saying like, oh, look out. Like, I won't be anywhere until then. Uh, unfortunately, at Pro Wrestling All Stars, I broke a rib. So I'm taking some time off, uh, being so fresh to coming back. I want to not stunt anything with the amount of time I've put into bettering my body. Uh, so I will not be anywhere until then. But after that, I'm going to be at those two locations. I'll be at a couple more that are in the works here in the Midwest area. Um, I don't want to say too much until that is either set in stone or need to be known. Uh, you can always follow me on Instagram at Captain Fat Tony. You can have me on Facebook at Tony Garrix. Did I say Captain Fat Tony? Yes. Fuck me. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I, I said in this interview, I'm a drinker, everybody. My bad. It is Captain Tony Garrix. Fuck that Fat Tony guy. Um, you can add me on Facebook at Tony Garrix. Uh, you can see any of our product put up on the Hoss. Well, my product or all of us in general on the Hoss Fight Facebook page. Um, but other than that, all I can say is I'll be in the Midwest. Something might get as fuck. Uh, something might get ooh, southwestern Michigan. Like I'm, I'm a history fan. I'm a big fan of the Niles River. Um, that's about all I can say for now. 
Yeah, and uh, you guys know I'm pretty consistent with all the uh, the Pro Wrestling All Stars and the Horror Slam and TKW you know shows. So those bookings will continue. Um, also, of course, IBW. Although I'm not sure when the next one will be. Um, correction: June 27th is the next IBW show. Um, as well as you know, there's an upstart out there in uh, Coldwater American Wrestling Experience. Um, of course, now I can't think of the actual day, but it's also in June. Their next event, I'm going to be showing up there. And uh, of course, as we said on uh, June 12th, we plan on being in, in Indiana. And yeah. Hey, Rick, could you do you know how to plug the date for our July one? I don't remember the details on that. Which one was it? The one you messaged me about about. Oh, uh, it's a it's it's a Supreme championship wrestling also indiana will be there in july i i, have I, I, the I, I believe that's a south Bend area I, I'm, I'm trying to look through my phone right south now Bend. oh um i know myself um possibly more of hoss fight um we're not we're not sure yet um also in june we'll be returning to ehf in the south bend indiana area that place that place was fun i always working there it's a fun place. I've, I've we've been there for a couple of years, and I really enjoy working for them. They uh, they're one of the few like smaller quote unquote indie promotions that take care of everything very professionally. Yeah. And I will I will continue to plug them as it's a place to watch. It's a place where uh, a lot of like top tier guys who've kind of shifted over here into the Detroit scene kind of came from like they so they trained elsewhere. They did a lot of shows there, and then they got eyes on them, and now they're being what? brought around like a big example is um just this past saturday at metro pro um isaiah moore like stole the damn show he's you know we first met him yeah. over at EHF. yeah the human highlight right in front yep. of us launched right out of the ring at jason page man it was he's pretty good we've also seen him big stand out from this past that's another one jason page yep. <laughs> jason page ehf yeah champion I can't he find the for a fucking Midwest takeover. Shit. Uh, we're, yeah, we're working on the Midwest. Kerr and I are working on some stuff down south. Um, that's kind of in the work. It's uh, unfortunately like it's a lot of in the work stuff. I mean, y'all know how wrestling goes. It's a lot. Yeah, of plus like, stuff is still opening up too right now. You know, and getting back to a little bit of normal normal city right. or whatever the news gonna be. I don't give a shit. I'll wrestle in a hazmat mask. I don't. I don't care. Facts. I, I want. Obviously, I want everybody to be safe and everybody to be relaxed and have fun because everybody has a different view on what's going on in our global climate, and to that I understand. But like for me, if you have your barricade set up less than six feet, that's on you, fam. Like I'm still gonna go out there and have a good time. I mean, shit, dude. I, I, I was bloody in front of a bunch of fucking unbathed juggalos. I'm still, I'm, I'm still fine. I, listen, I could vouch. I was there. We had, before I even seen them fight, I went up to the bar to get a drink. And we had a whole conversation because this guy's name was Pitstain. Wow. Yeah. Beat him. Yeah, you did. You, you over here <laughs> taking up that W. I mean, 
Yeah, dude, I mean, you got everybody like watching, man. Like, we we have so many moving variables in this shit. And like, yeah. if if you ever see anything advertised as Hoss fight, that doesn't mean it's me or Kerr or Rick or Anderson or Van. Like, it could be any of us tagged together. And and, yeah. and that's uh, that's how we roll. So it's like if if you support me or you support Rick or you support Kerr, like. You also support Anderson or, or Bam, whether you realize it or not. And if you're coming to see Hoss fight, you're not coming to see one of the three of us in this video right now. You're coming to see that group. And if you want to see a direct one of us, pay attention to what we're individually saying on our separate accounts. But at the end of the day, like we're Hoss fight as fuck. And like we wouldn't be all members of the same group if we didn't put out the same product. And if you have an issue with that, start booing me. Yeah, that's really my thing. You can boo the fuck out of me. It's not gonna make your dad hug you when you were six, dude. Like, <laughs> it, it's it's violence personified. That's that's hoss fight in a nutshell, man. I mean, it's also like according to a BMI chart, like morbidly obese. But mm. yeah, but like, let's, let's consider that combined weight loss, though. Like, <laughs> all right. I mean, what we lost between Kerr and I. I mean, Rick and. Uh, Anderson found so I mean that's fine yeah <laughs> I like I love how Anderson was like I'm sorry I can't make it could you guys talk highly of me and all we're doing is shitting on him <laughs> well we gotta rib him you know yeah, it's a you, gotta, you gotta keep him humble I got a fun Anderson story oh god <laughs> before I do the boss fight edit it out <laughs> No, it's, it's before I joined Hoss Fight. It was uh, we were doing a cage match. It was Hoss Fight versus uh, Scum of the Earth. That was a that was a it was, real it was a war games match. It was yeah. a war games match. I just want to say hashtag fuck that cage. I got cut like thirty times on that piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to. It wouldn't. It didn't work. <laughs> you got tough um, skin. I got fair white boy skin. <laughs> yeah, working on the farms all these years, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we were just lifting the we had the whole cage was like stacked up and, uh, and no one was moving the damn cage i grabbed one side and just stood up i'm like can we go now and i watched anderson get red in the face well if kirk can lift it i can lift it i'm like well then do it fucker <laughs> so me and him moved the entire cage by ourselves because he wanted to be as strong as me and i laughed for a solid four days about it Keep in mind that this cage is straight up like was it twenty feet tall from the ground and it's uh, twenty wide. It's, I don't know. It's, I think it's like what eighteen by twenty or something it, like that. Like, it's well, it, it was for an eighteen square ring, and it, I think it's the, it's the traditional fifteen feet above the ring, so twenty feet off the ground because this is one that rests on the ground around the ring. It it's a gnarly cage. Uh, do we have any other stories we want to share for this? Is there anything else you want to cover, Rick? Or like, like, get me quiet because they're already gonna have to chop this the fuck up. So it's like, <laughs> uh, well, you know, let's or just put hour. it out there. Uh, you know, I want we want the whole scene to pay attention. Hoss fights out there, like we said before. We know there's DTAs and there's War Inks, there's Armageddon's and Nomads, and hey, we're right here with them. And if they want to fight, we're here for a fight too. In fact, I, mean, I know the nomads want to fight. The nomads been talking about getting that smoke for a minute. Y'all can catch these fucking hands. Yep. That's, that's, Dude, I, I am fucking neon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and plug your uh, social, Rick and uh, Corey? Where can we follow you guys at? 
Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, it's Dire Wolf Kerr. If you have a TikTok, I have one of those. I don't know why. Uh, it's also Dire Wolf Kerr. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I don't, have, I don't have Twitter yet. I don't understand Twitter. Hurts my head. I mean, the the one thing I could be happy about when it comes to Kerr's TikTok is uh, him and I were talked about uh, talked about by Cornette, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he had a TikTok that got a little bit of traction. And Cornette didn't drop names, but Cornette was it was something along the lines of like this. Uh, like mud show up in Michigan. I watched this one fat fucking bikers hit this other fat fucking a singlet and like stuff like that. So that, that was pretty fun. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm proud to be that fat fuck for once. Right. <laughs> uh, for socials, um, of course, as I said, the whole group look on Facebook at just Hoss Fight. For me on Facebook, it's old school Rick Cartier dash pro wrestler. Instagram at Rick Cartier. And I, I have a Twitter. So if you look at my name, you'll find it, but I don't ever go on twitter what about any uh merch aside from uh the entire group of hoss fight do you guys have any individual merch oh thanks for the reminder um of course i have um, my shirts like the one you're wearing that i'm selling at shows right now um but also there's you know my pro wrestling tea store just pressingtees.com slash rick cartier got a couple different shirts on there including um the classic just let's start a hoss fight shirt that's still up on there yeah, how about you guys? Um, for me, I have nothing online. I'm very old school. If you want my stuff, come to a show. Give me money. Um, I'm I love very that style. I, dude. That's me. Like, I, you can ask Rick the amount of times he was embarrassed selling merch to me because I would haggle people and yell at them when they lied to my face. Like, I, I uh, just so it's known, my merch at my table. I accept uh, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, Bitcoin, Cash trades uh, and facebook cash so if you use that i don't have any cash on me line find another fucking lie don't just look at my stuff like it, it's fine if you don't want it i don't care i don't want it so i'm selling it to you um i will be releasing new merchandise at tkw on may 29th when i go against new jack um i will be having my captain tony garrick's t-shirts i will have wristbands i will have my branded of beard oil along with some other goodies will all be there so Make sure you swing by that foldable plywood table and buy my stuff and help feed my starving chihuahua. Check out that beard oil, guys. Now, that beard, that beard oil, no bullshit. Like it's not even the hoss guy, hoss fight guys plugging it. Like uh, Anderson and I, we 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 tested that stuff out for about a month and like we found like a really good mixture. I did the research on how to make it. Uh, it is all Michigan and Metro Detroit based when it comes to the bottle, to the actual oil, to even the label. It is all made here. It is made by me and is made in my new studio apartment uh, here in the Midwest and Metro Detroit area. <laughs> I'm also, at a wrestling tea store. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Corey got some tough one to follow up after that. <laughs> Do you make your own shirts too? Uh, I mean, I can drop a Coca Banner reference. You can catch me. Uh, <laughs> I caught that. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Corey Kerr got tabled any show I happen to be at. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's normally it's really easy to see. It's the one without a line. Yeah, 100%. I love you. I'm sorry. I just got to bust your gray ass balls. <laughs> I got the Manscaped gimmick. It's not gray anymore. <laughs> That's not what this uh, podcast is brought to you by. It's not I, the Manscaped. <laughs> I think we're all going to have to do a little Hoss Fight Huddle too and come up with, some, with a new group t-shirt design. 
I'm, I'm down no. for it. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. We still got our couple artists and stuff to work on things. So mm-hmm. yeah, the, the thing about me is like my merch is continuously cycling. Like I always have new shit out. Uh, I do want to put on record. I was the first one in the Midwest to do beard oil. These other ones are taking my idea. I still love you. I hope you get that money. But like I've, I had beard oil out for a minute. At least a year and a half. <laughs> Before I left. So that would be yeah. three years. Yeah. I oh, for the edge guys. Hmm? For the edge guys, because you guys were there the day when I said it. I am working on also a new solo t-shirt. And uh, you guys heard the line, the whole plus-size Terminator bitch. That's coming to shirt. Nice. Plus-size Terminator. I did like that, and I heard that in the promo earlier. That was great. I got, I got a couple designs coming out that I'm working on. I have uh, thick macaroni and sleaze. I have uh, Captain Tony Garrick's. I have the uh, tuna one I'm working on right now. Uh, there's a number of things I'm putting out. I'm trying to figure out some more feelers. As always, if anybody listening or watching has any ideas, please shoot them my way. If I end up taking your idea, I will give you one of the items in which you gave me for free 99. Um, but yeah, I mean, our stuff is always moving around. I definitely recommend everybody check out our socials. And I mean, something that I've been working with my gimmick, but I also say it like quit asking where we're going to be and just show up to local wrestling and watch it. Yeah, uh, it's not just us. If you're a fan of us, awesome. We appreciate the fuck out of you. Like I, uh, hard cam. I talked to him on Facebook. I think it was today or yesterday, and I told him that like in, in, in the amount of years I've been in this business, like it's it's really cool to see someone who has such a drive. I mean, especially with you guys who do podcasts and stuff like that. Like it, people to have such a drive for like the stuff we do and give us a platform to either view or hear a publicized stuff we that we do other than like uh, a social media aspect to where it's it's more space for anything to be known. Uh, but yeah, like just support wrestling, man. Like we, we wouldn't be anywhere if someone 10 years, 10 plus years ago, didn't go like, oh, I'm gonna give this kid a shot. Yeah. And we wouldn't be anywhere close to where we are without people either booing or cheering us. And if you want to just continue to like wrestling and learn people, learn there's people you like, just show up to shows. I mean, you can go to the Fed and spend a hundred dollars for a ticket for someone who doesn't give actually give a literal shit about you being there. But like these ten to thirty guys who are on a show, and whether it's five or fifty or five hundred people in the crowd, like y'all make a difference and just show up and support wrestling. That's really all I can say. Well, we greatly appreciate it, man. We greatly appreciate you guys what you guys do in the ring and taking the time to hang out with us. Like today, this was this wasn't even more of an interview. This was just more of us here at Hoss Fight shit to shoot the shit. It was fucking awesome. We got more, oh more good content out of you guys talking to each other than we could have got out of you. Absolutely. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, obviously, this is an edit. Like, for most of the things in which I've said that shouldn't have been, I'll say edit for them. We, uh, we did a Hoss fight live a couple of years ago, and this was before Kerr joined, and it was just me, Anderson, Bam, and Rick. We got so much heat for that fucking thing. <laughs> it was us just drunk sitting in Tony's living room. We had we had so much fucking heat. My dog ate a bag of weed right before it started, and like I shit on a specific promoter for like having a ref have a gimmick, and like it was just it was all oh it was fucking gross. Like we got a lot of heat from that, but honestly, it just like, like round two to me, bro. No, this one isn't because I mean, like we've at least said edit and like shit where we like no, they're literally we, they're we round two. <laughs> oh, you oh you oh you, you want round, round two coming soon. I mean, I got a fourteen hundred square foot place now, so if y'all want to come by, I mean, it can be set up. It just depends. That on sounds like a fucking invite. I mean, you should know, Kerr. Come on now, you just fucking cut yourself like thirty-seven times moving me in like two days ago. 
Yeah, my hand's still fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again, it was Kerr versus Anderson to see who was stronger. What? I, I still wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I would have been at the shows you were on if I would have uh, not been hurt due to a fluke. I yeah. say it like that because the person who did the fluke, I love you so much, but you should have fucking jumped. <laughs> if only you would have jumped. Oh, well, you know what? We look forward to seeing all three of you guys more. We look forward to seeing the, all five of you guys together more coming around here. We're going to end up getting together with you guys. You know, we've had Cartier Rick on before. We're going to get you guys on individually. This was just kind of a group effort. Trying something new today, and it was awesome. The shit really worked out well. We appreciate you guys coming on, and uh, we, look, we look forward to seeing you guys. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you for having us. Anytime, guys. Are we out? Cut. (laughs) Yep, we're good. Well, that was Hoss Fight, ladies and gentlemen. That was definitely a uh, uh, different, different interview, and we loved every second of it. And that was fucking dope. But I mean, what else? That was was cool. Some fun stories in there. Hell yeah. This became one of my most favorite interviews we've ever done. Yeah, that was fun. Hustle fight, ladies and gentlemen. Don't miss them. Check them out when they come around. Peace.